Hello! Hi! I'm Kristen. I'm Alex. And you're listening to E for Effort. Welcome. Welcome! It's been a while since we actually slated that right. We did. We haven't said our name in a while. Yeah, did you guys forget who we are? Well, we were reminding you. Oh my god. Actually, if you're anything like us, like I have to look up like who's who in the pod. Like when I first started listening to My Favorite Murder, I had to like look up which one was Karen and which one was Georgia because I got them confused all the time. Me too. And I I don't know. I was super excited to see which voice matched what face. I know. And it really like it looks like it would match, you know? Agreed. Um, Speaking of looking us up. Follow us on social. Wow, good segue. Killing it, doing it. Um, Instagram, Twitter at E for Effort Pod, Facebook at E for Effort Podcast, or you can just email us at E for Effort Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, that's accurate. Um, actually, I'm going to throw out a topic that I really need help with. So, um, currently planning a vacation. Woo-woo. Can't bring a lot of things with me because I'm not packing a carry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm not packing like a checked bag. Like a suitcase. Yeah. You're right. just doing a carry-on. Which, whew, it's going to be scary. But I need new jewelry. And Ooh. I cannot... I like... Okay, so I need suggestions on where to look for jewelry. Because so all these Instagram ads always pop up. And I'm always like, oh my god, that's so cute. That's so cute. And then I go to click on it and it's like $159 yeah. for like a tiny little gold ring. Yep. And you're like, um, okay. And then no. I'm like, oh wow, no, I'm so poor. That's not in my budget. But also something maybe like one step up from like Forever 21 or Target. Not that there's anything wrong with them. That's where most of my jewelry comes from. So. But like you need, if you're only going to be packing a carry-on, you need like a couple things that you can be really versatile and you can wear a lot. Exactly. Because my my uniform essentially for this is going to be sundress and jean jackets. Yeah. So cute. I need some cute things to wear with it. Okay. So calling everyone. Tweet us. Email, email us. us. Just give Alex Tag ideas. Tag me on Instagram. Tag her on stuff. Give her cute ideas for jewelry. Please. I appreciate it. I don't have anything to call anyone out with help for, so I'm good, honestly. But I do have something I have to tell everyone about. Alex already knows, but I'm Hmm. abs. It's not what I'm obsessed with because it's a little too bougie. I feel like for that. Okay. But Da and I got a Roomba. Oh yeah. And we actually love is too tame of a word. Like we adore with all of our hearts this Roomba. I'm really excited it for you. It is perfect. Such, so jealous. Didn't, you came over the other day when we yeah. recorded and it was clean, no? Like there wasn't yeah. a whole lot of cat hair, right? Yeah, I was super jealous. I'm actually plotting how I'm going to steal it. So the next time I watch the cats, I'm definitely going to take that. Oh, it's worth every penny. They're not cheap. Like that's the thing is like they're super, they're they're not expensive. There's, there's a Roomba for everyone. So there's right. like on a budget Roomba, like you just need it to do X, Y, and Z. And then there's like, Oh, you have three cats and wood floors and carpet and a, you know, medium-sized apartment and, you know, like, okay, you need the more expensive one. Right, right. So, like, I did a lot of research. I really, like, double-checked, triple-checked, like, what would be the best type of Roomba for our house. And I love it. It connects, like, the one we got, like, connects to the app. And so you can, like, see where it clean and it gives you, like, a little report. And it's, like, so, it does such a good job. So wait, how does it work? Like, how do you, how does it know what the area of your So like is? the one that we have, well, so the one that we have has like a little camera. Oh. 
And so it can like kind of, I think, like see and then it like maps. It's like it, it like bumps into it and like learns the layout of your okay. house. Okay. I didn't so know if you had to like, like program lets. it. No. And, like, take it, it around. It learns it. Like it, oh. I know. It's really freaking cool. And, um, wow. very jealous. That's awesome. It's awesome. And I mean, like, we, here's how many cats we have. We run it every other day. And every time we run it, it's a completely full trash bin thing. Like, right. it's yeah. insane how many. How much hair it picks up alone. To put this in perspective, um, Maddie and I are currently sharing a vacuum cleaner. So I haven't vacuumed my apartment in probably a month. So Oh, we don't own a vacuum cleaner. I just like Swiffer. And yeah. we have um, we have maids. Because <laughs> I hate cleaning. No, I that. hate cleaning. I hate it so much. Listen, if I could afford I to hate clean it so or hire someone to clean my place. Like, I literally, I will sacrifice any Starbucks, anything, so that I can afford maids. I hate cleaning. Okay, so when I, last March, right before my birthday, I went to Austria. My mom... Not just, like, a nice little jaunt to Austria. It was very nice. Um, <laughs> my mom, for my birthday, she came over and did a deep clean of my apartment. And oh. she organized everything. And there is something... Like, some people hate it when other people touch their stuff and organize it. I love it. I'm never, ever, ever going to be one of those people... Um, there's something about the way my mom, like, organizes things that makes it so, like, it's so smart, and, yeah. like, once she does it, it's like, oh, duh. And also, I realize I'm 30 years old, and I'm like, oh, my God, my mom cleaned my apartment for my birthday, but it was seriously the best thing that ever happened. No, those are the best kinds of gifts, is, like, people so nice. doing things for you that you don't want to do. I was so stressed out before I left, and I came home, and I was like, oh, my God, my place is a mess, and I came in, and everything was, like, spotless and perfect, and my oh. mom was so nice for That's doing the it. Best feeling. Well, the Roomba, you Loved can it. set a like a schedule for when it cleans. So like we clean it like while we're at work. Like it cleans while we're at work, and we come home and like the apartment is spotless. There's no all the cats are terrified. They hate the Roomba. None of them like it. Ozzy yeah. just like watches it. Like he's gonna like attack it, but he's too scared. And then the kitten just like slowly backs away from it, and Osiris hides the whole time it's on. Like they hate it. I understand that though. But it's their damn fault we need it. Yeah. It's all their stupid hair. You should try and explain that to them. Uh, so th- listen, cats. This here's is the your th- fault. This is- Look at this. Look at what you've done. <laughs> Look what you made me do. Oh, every- We are every going time. to reference Taylor Swift every episode until yeah. she sues us. If Oh, okay. Also something you can tweet us about or Instagram us about or whatever. Um, have you seen the reputation tour? Because if you have, I want to know everything about it. What so, do you mean? So tell us. Like, she's on tour with the Reputation Tour right now. It just started. Why do you need to know about it? Isn't just her singing her songs? No, there's supposed to be, like, a lot of stuff that goes into it, and I just want to know all the details. Okay, well, I don't, so tweet Alex. I saw that she has confetti that's little Reputation newspapers. Like, she thought of every last detail. That's a little much. Listen, you can be that extra when you're Taylor Swift. I guess. I'm here I mean, for it. I don't, I'm, I don't need it. Speaking of being extra, I completely destroyed a women's health magazine today when uh, my uh, oven decided to completely smoke itself out. Thought for sure every fire alarm in this building was going to go off, so um, I was like fanning it relentlessly. Alex actually cooked dinner tonight, and we're I so did. proud of her, but she almost burned her apartment down. I did. I and did my lazy ass just bought a poke bowl. Listen, that poke bowl looked delicious. I mean, it was pretty freaking good, but good on, on a, good for you for cooking your own meals. I'm a girl on a budget and a yeah. diet, so I had limited options today. I feel you. Well, when I walked in, it smelled great. It smelled like barbecue chicken. 
Thank you. It was definitely not barbecued, but I appreciate it. That's good. <laughs> like, I, you know that, like, smoked I'm, chicken yeah, smell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm now that I know that you, well. like, yeah. Now that I know that it's because you literally smoked the chicken. Yeah. Unintentionally. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It's really but, good. I mean, listen, you can't help but who you are. I can't help who I am. I am who I am, Kristen. Yeah. I am every woman. It's all in me. <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. Maybe she paid for it. I don't she know. definitely paid for it. I definitely always pay for it. And she didn't wake up like that. No. No one wakes up like that. No, I. I wake up with drool caked onto my face. Yeah, definitely like crusties in my. Yeah. It's so gross. And well, like just, just like my one of my arms hurts because I slept on it all stupid. Yeah. But that's the only way I can sleep, you know, you is know? if I'm like sprawled like a starfish and poor DA has like a sliver of the bed. Listen, I get it. You don't have to explain any of this to me. I, I understand. mean, honestly, I just want someone to accept me for me I... and my horrible sleeping habits. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry too. It's okay. Um, who's going first this week? Um, mine's kind of long. So do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay, so let me preface this with, there was, well, okay, this week I'm talking about Colonial Williamsburg. Ooh, like like just about it in general? Well, I was trying to find haunted stories about Colonial Williamsburg because, okay, backing up, um, Age, you know what Colonial Williamsburg is? Okay, I do, but only because, and that's why we drink. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl... M is from Virginia. Ah, uh, yeah. And I feel like she's talked about it. And actually, I think she's told some of the ghost stories from Colonial Williamsburg. But that's because, like, she, like, lived there. So, like, she knew them. Well, good on her for actually being able to find some online. <laughs> because, okay. It's hard. But especially when, like, that's what happened to me with the train episode. The train wreck episode. Like, I felt like I knew more information. But then I couldn't find anything. Like, it's so old. Yeah. Like, you couldn't find articles and stuff online. It's hard. Guys, this isn't easy. That's what I was trying to figure out. Okay, so Colonial Williamsburg is in Virginia, like Kristen said. It's a living... Spoiler alert. Right. (laughs) Not West Virginia, which we learned is also a state. Guys, I'm... Virginia, Virginia. You can tell that no one listens to this podcast because I didn't get hate mail. If people actually listen to this podcast, the entire state of West Virginia would have destroyed me and my entire family. There's only so much all of us can do. Listen, I'm sorry. In my defense, it's the same name as another state. You can't be an expert at history or geography. Listen, history and geography. Or maps. Guys, I'm sorry. Or cardinal directions. I've apologized to West Virginia. I don't know what else I can do. Please tell me about Colonial Williamsburg. So Colonial Williamsburg is a living history museum and a private foundation presenting part of a historic district in the city of Williamsburg, Virginia, which is in the United States. I think that goes without saying. Uh, Colonial Williamsburg, uh, their 301-acre history area includes buildings from the 18th century, uh, during part of which the city was the capital of Colonial Virginia. Pretty exciting. So is it like a park? Um, Is it like a theme park? Okay, so it depicts kind of scenes from the 17th century colonial revival and do all the employees like talk like they're yes okay so there's a south park episode making fun of this no doubt have you seen it no it's called um i think it's called like fun time or something that sounds right um and it's they go to one of these and it's it's kind of like a ren fair but like in the american revolution i actually kind of would be like super down because that time period is super interesting to me i agree so okay 
So like, you, I feel like you have to be, like, into it, though, yeah. right? Like, everyone's got to be into it. Pretty much. You have to, like, really accept that you're going to be a nerdy family right. going into it. And right. you're going to, like, you're all going to geek out appropriately. And, and like, no, no one's, one's going to talk about it after. Exactly. Yeah. Like, people are going to ask you what you did for your summer vacation. You're going to be like, I went to Colonial Williamsburg, Virginia. And you're not going to be like, And I was, like, totally like, not into yeah. it. And I, like, like, I didn't even care. I made candles. Yeah. And I, like, learned to knit. And, like, and like I no. can churn butter. Right. Exactly. Okay. So, we... I don't know why we went there several times as a family. But we would always alternate, like, a historical fun vacation with, like, a fun, fun vacation. So, we would go... We road tripped out to Virginia from Chicago, and we would stop along the way. That's Oof. how I learned about Marion's Serious Steakhouse in West Virginia and all sorts of stuff. So my grandparents lived in Georgia, and sometimes, like, then they would, like, other parts of the family would come meet us in Virginia and blah, 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 all that. Um, so we went, I don't remember if I went two or three times. I was trying to remember that, but, you know, all the fun kind of blurs together. Mm-hmm. So... It is what it is. But I have a really, really cute picture of my sister. Because you can dress up there, too, naturally. Oh. So I have a really cute picture of my sister. I think she's, like, two or three. And she's just, like, straight up strutting in one of, like, the Revolutionary War helmet, like, I'm so in. Can we get her to sign a release so we can show that? Oh, we're not even going to do that. We're just going to show it because she's my little sister. Sorry, Allie. Sorry. And she doesn't listen to this, so (laughs) haha, jokes (laughs) on you, y'all. But anyways, so, okay, so... I was also very obsessed with American Girl dolls. Felicity is the American Revolution doll, and they had a whole Felicity exhibit when she came out. So naturally, I was obsessed. Yeah, you were just. Oh my god. Um, so there's a whole like exhibit that you could do with Felicity. I don't know if that's still there. You can learn to throw an axe there. Ooh. There's this game with a wooden hoop and a wooden stick, and you're supposed to make like the in hoop Parks go. and Rec. Yeah. Basically, exactly. Um, so it's pretty sweet. It was a great time. Their motto is um, hoping that the future may learn from the past. So hmm, okay, cool. I'm into it. So when we were there, well, okay. So my parents went first. It was um, right after they got married, and they drove out there to like meet someone out in Virginia, and they stopped in Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. And there is a picture of the two of them. They're dressed up in an old mansion. And there is straight up a ghost escaping <gasps> from the window in this photo. Where is it? Do you have this photo? I don't know where this photo is. I can't tell you how upset I am that oh. it's not readily available. I'm going to start searching through my parents' home to try and find it because it's straight up like a haunted photo. And like, um, my parents showed it to me like years later and we're like, oh my God, like, look at and this you were ghost like, There's picture. a ghost. And I was like, I'm obsessed. We need to go there right now on vacation. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so that's what kind of prompted us. And we've always been like into horror stuff and ghosts and all of that as a family. So they actually have many ghost tours at Colonial mm-hmm. Williamsburg. So you can, um, you walk around the grounds with the lantern and someone will tell you ghost stories as you go. Ooh. So I was, I was trying to find those to tell you guys about, and I couldn't. But I did find um, some, like, haunted legends about the areas around Williamsburg. Okay. It's a really long intro for all of this. I'm in. So, um, the very first insane asylum is actually on the Colonial Williamsburg uh, property. You know insane asylums are super haunted. Which has got to be insane. So... (laughs) Insane. (laughs) Oh. Sorry. 
Um, so this is the public hospital for persons of insane and disordered minds. It was the first and oh the first of its kind in America. So patients Pretty here, brutal. yeah, really, patients here were treated like prisoners and sometimes worse. Inmates were forced to take lots of drugs and were sometimes submerged in freezing water to quote unquote cleanse their system. Ooh, other times. I don't, that works. No, I don't think that's that's right. Uh, other times, electricity was used to jolt their systems. Also, not right. I mean, like electroshock therapy has been proven to like not have worked, right? Isn't that so sad? It's so sad. Yeah. So in 1841, a man by the name of Dr. John Galt took over as superintendent and treated the patients with much more compassion. So Aww. snaps to Dr. John oh my Galt. God. My middle school teacher's name was. Galt. Like, his last name is Galt. I wonder if they're related. I wonder if they're related. He was my favorite. His ancestors would do something bomb like that. Reach out to him right now and find out. Coach Galt, here's the deal. We'll do get, we, are we'll you from Colonial you. Williamsburg? We'll put it on T-T-Y-L, Twitter. T-T-Y-L, E for effort. P.S. Do you remember me? <laughs> Great. Uh, so when the Battle of Williamsburg broke, broke out in 1862, Galt was forced out of the hospital when the Union soldiers took over. Side note, we just watched The Beguiled, speaking of Union soldiers. We did. A lot of thoughts on that one after this. Yeah, we can discuss that later. Yeah. Um, so devastated, the doctor overdosed on pain medication. Dr. Gall? Terrible, yeah. No. Shortly after, the Lee family moved into the space, mm-hmm. and Mrs. Lee's account of her experience there is terrifying. <laughs> is uh, not great. <laughs> so you're telling me that the abandoned insane asylum you moved into wasn't awesome? Great. <laughs> she said, what a shocker. I could do nothing to get the blood stain out of the floorboards. No amount of scrubbing would remove it. We finally had to pull up the soiled portion and replace it with fresh wood. I was shocked to find the very next morning the stain somehow made its way onto the new flooring. Okay, so that's actually like a paranormal thing. It's like, oh, thank you, Shadow. Um, that's actually like a really like common paranormal thing is like when um, like objects, like, and some people can see it and some people can't. Right. So like some people can see the blood and some people can't. Well, she was haunted AF, and she definitely she saw, saw it. And, okay, so yeah, so she also was quoted as saying, my children are frightened, they wake me almost every night, claiming a man in the upstairs room uh, is Dr. Galt and wants to see them. <gasps> but so, Dr. Galt was a nice guy. Yeah, until he was forced out by the union. Oh my gosh, Bye. Dr. Galt. Um, so that's one superstitious thing that happens there. The ghost of Lizzie Rowland is one of the timeless charms that await you at the Edgewood Plantation. Oh, bless her heart. The following poem was written by one of the guests. It's entitled Lizzie. Once upon a yesterday, a young girl gave her heart away to a boy from down the road, perhaps from the plantation Berkeley, I've been told. Her name was Elizabeth Rowland. This is true. And with her mother's too. It was her mother's too. So they called her Lizzie for short. Her heart was the truest of sorts. When the Civil War broke out, her lover heard the rebel shout. He knew to war he had to go, but oh, how Lizzie loved him so. She went to her window every day, awaiting his return, they say, looking out each changing season, finding no rhyme, finding no reason. In 1870, she passed away on a cold February day. At the age of 47, she gave her soul upon to the heaven. So many tears by her were shed, of a broken heart they found her dead. The legend says you can see her still, that her ghost wanders Edgewood and always will. 
looking for the love who did not return and of his fate she never learned but she left something behind a moment frozen in time etched upon the window pane to this day it bears her name super sad isn't that like really sad but also kind of really creepy yeah super creepy especially because like you guys can't tell but it's raining here and thundering it's definitely so there's like thundering. thunder in the background and we're like uh yeah it's a super 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 fucked up time um yeah okay so the last one is uh lucy ludwell so lucy um lucy ludwell was a member of london social elite and she was unconventional and had a little mercurial. Is that right? Mercutial? Um, I don't know. Is that the right word? Mercutial? That sounds mercutial. right. Um, but her status and social savvy helped people accept her eccentricities. Huh. Which, again, I just think maybe like her hormones and yeah. her period. So like she just like didn't, just wasn't just quiet. Right. Sewed all day. Right, right, right. And that was until her husband died. Then she had no way of living or support, um, and she couldn't support her social standing. Um, So she was left bereft, but she struggled on, and a few years later, she sailed to the New World where her old house awaited for her, or awaited her. So she was back in Colonial Williamsburg. So people, like, start there, and then they, like, don't finish there? Apparently. Um, So when she was insane, uh, or what they perceived Uh to be insane... They committed her to the public house for the persons of insane and disordered minds. So good old Guys, Dr. Don't Gull. go to Virginia if you are a woman Honestly. in whatever time Because you will get sent to this insane asylum. It's not great. Um, they ripped her away from her house and brought her there. And they entombed her, they Ooh. say, for two years. Um, so the article goes on that the mind is a complex thing. Even today, our understanding of how the brain works is limited, which, duh, True. obviously. True. Um, by today's standards, early 19th century treatments um, and methods bordered on barbaric. So patients were drugged, restrained, sometimes sensed to shock treatments, all of that. So they don't know exactly what happened to Lucy, but literally as soon as she checked out, she committed suicide. Um, So now her ghost is said to haunt the upper floor of the Ludwell Paradise, and they constantly hear someone running a bath, which is how she killed herself, I guess. In the bath? I guess so. Oh my gosh. How sad is that? That's so sad. And they say that there's literally no um, running water in the house, Uh, (laughs) but you can endlessly hear someone bathing. And leaking the sounds of water into empty rooms of the house. Ooh, my God, could you imagine? No, if I heard running water in a house that literally didn't have have running water, water, that'd be, that's like that feeling of like, um, the calls coming from inside the house. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, I don't like it. I hate it. I hate it so much. I've been watching so much true crime. Or listening to so much true crime. It's bad. Oh my gosh, I watch Dateline all the time. My mom and I went on a walk um, for Mother's Day in a forest preserve, and the two of us were like, why do we do this? We watch way too much Dateline to be in a forest Literally, Karen and George's one rule is that you should not go into a forest. I can't. I can't do it. Oh my gosh, that's so good. I'm so, not spooked out. There are seriously like good legends and folklore in Colonial Williamsburg. So if you ever have a... I don't know. Like, it's a good add-on, I feel like, for a road trip. Yeah, yeah for If you're sure. ever out in the East Coast, definitely stop by and try it. There's a lot of fun stuff you can do. The food's actually really great. There's a lot of pubs and breweries, yeah. all that. I'd it's love to time. go to Virginia. It's beautiful, and it's really warm, so it's, it's nice. Yeah. It's like, I wanted to finally be warm here. 
Okay, I know. I would freaking love for it to be warm, but it doesn't seem like that's ever going to happen due to the fact that it's mid-May and it's 60 degrees outside. It also borders William & Mary. Like, William & Mary, the college, is Mm -hmm. right at the edge of Colonial Williamsburg. There's supposed to be, like, spooky stuff that happened on that campus as well. Well, anything with that's that's, that's the oldest part of the United States, so it's going to have, well, the United States after they were colonized. Right. There is another house there, too, that's, like, literally deemed one of the most haunted houses in the entire world, but I don't know it. So I'm going to try and find more folklore on Colonial Williamsburg because there was a lot of stuff, and remember... They told us a story about, like, a little, um, like, Indian boy that would, like, he, um, I don't remember the story, so I don't want to uh, butcher it, but it was really... Well, send us your colonial, yeah. William, if you are from Virginia, I don't remember if we have any listeners in Virginia, Virginia, I don't know what that was, um, but if you are a listener in Virginia and you have a spooky, scary ghost story, please tell us and we'll read yeah. it on air. Please do. On air. <laughs> yeah. We'll read it. On this super, super not live. <laughs> we'll, we'll read it. Weeks later when it gets released. Coming to you from the suburbs of Chicago. <laughs> it's weeks later. <laughs> well, that was great. Okay, yes. you ready for mine? Yeah. Okay. So if you listen to My Favorite Murder, they have something called a hometown murder. Never heard of it. What is that? I know, right? It's a podcast that Alex and I actually like became friends over. Yeah. And um, we're obsessed with it if you don't listen to it. Uh, I don't, I don't know, know how to tell you. you. Yeah, I can't. At this nope. point, you should just all know it. Um, but they have this thing called a hometown murder. And of course, me and thousands and hundreds and thousands of people have written Karen and Georgia, their hometown murder. Right. And um, they have not read mine yet. Um, so hint, hint. I have a podcast, so I'm going to read it to you now. I was say, I feel like I re- <laughs> actually helped write yours, so it's I'm a very different excited. One. So this is a different one. Oh, it's okay. not that one. Okay, I felt okay. that wouldn't be fair because you do, you did help me write that. So okay. you do know that one. Oh, so also, in honor of this person being released, they, okay, so my hometown murder, like my, like a good one, um, is, uh, the murder of Dr. David Harris by his wife, Clara Harris, which you would know, you'll know exactly who it is as I get further into the story. I have to say, I don't think you probably know the name. I definitely don't. I'm also super excited that there's a thunderstorm going on right now. It's going to get real spooky. Really setting the tone. It's going to get spooky. So Clara Harris actually, um, Friday, May 11th was released. She served 15. She, her sentence was 20 years. Um, she served 15. Ooh. So she was just released on Friday. So that's kind of why I wanted to do yeah, it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super it's kind of exciting. Um, um, side note, we always think that my house is haunted. It is. Um, so I had been staying, I stayed by Maddie for like probably three or four days a couple days ago. And when I came home, I was putting away dishes. And there are two mugs that I literally never use. And they were in the complete wrong spot. I can't and I, like, this house. We I know. need to get out of here now. I know, now I have the super chills, but, like, I literally, like, I can't tell you enough. They're, ironically, they're from Colonial Williamsburg. That's where we got them. Isn't that weird? They're, hand, burn this place with they're like, beautiful, hand-painted, like... Not what you use to make coffee. No. Oh, my God, no. Yeah. No, no, no. You can't even, like, heat stuff in them. Yeah. Um, and they were right where my water glasses are. And I was, like... I can confidently say I did not put these here. So I debated just being like, you know what? I'm done. I'm out. This <laughs> Time has been to sell fun. this place. Um, but yeah, so that happened. Okay, so now I'm officially creeped out. <sighs> Sorry. So let me tell you about this gruesome murder. Yay! Okay. So this is essentially my hometown murder that I'm just telling on my podcast. Listen, guys, if you've written to Karen and Georgia a million times either hometown murder, 
just start your own podcast because right. then you can talk about whatever <laughs> you want. Um, so Clara Harris was born in Bogota, Colombia. So I have a little connection there. Colombia. And was raised by her widowed mother. Um, she was determined to make a nice living for herself. And so she studied dentistry in Colombia before she came to the United States to finish her studies. Like she basically did her residency here. Nice. Um, so she was like beautiful and smart and charming and wonderful. And a dentist. And, um, Heck yeah. And yeah, she was um, studying to be a dentist at the uh, University of Texas Houston med- Dental Branch. Um, she even won Miss Columbia Houston. Whoa. Yeah, after she completed her residency. And then she met her husband, David Harris. Oh my gosh. Dun, 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 dun. In 1991, and it was love at first sight. And he told everyone, I found like the most superb. The way he phrased it was really creepy. He was like, I found the most perfect woman or whatever. Like, not like, oh my God, she's so funny and great. It's like, she's like the most superb specimen. Like, he was like. I hate it. There was just a giant her. strike of lightning by your head, too, as you oh were God, saying I'm it. I'm so freaked out. Oh, Stop. Sorry. Okay. So he was like, um, so they, yeah, they were like super in love. They met in 1991 um, and they met because they were both working at um, Castle Dental Center in Houston, which is like, guys, as I'm telling this story, like I've seen these places, like I've driven, I know exactly where this is. Like I, it's so creepy. Okay. Oh my God. I need you to find someone that had them as their dentist. We'll get there. Okay. I can't wait. Okay. Um, so um, they married on... This is disgusting. They married on Valentine's Day in 1992. Why would you get married on Valentine's Day? Sorry, listeners, if any of you got married on Valentine's Day, but, like, why? But why did you do that? Why would you do that? Like, that, you already have that day covered for gifts and shit. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't, it's, it seems, like, kind of, like, cheesy. Like, like. That's like you're trying it, too hard to sell your love story. But it's the guy that says he found the perfect specimen of a wife. You know what I mean? Like, that's the yeah. guy that gets married on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Anyway, off my high horse about that. <laughs> and they held the reception at the Nassau Bay Hilton, which becomes super important later. And may I just tell you that I passed this house, this this hotel, every single time I want to go get Starbucks. Like it is, wa- I could walk there from the house that I grew up in. It is Ooh. so close. Like I just, I know exactly where it is. I got into a car accident right in front of it when I was like 16. <laughs> like I know exactly where this place is. It's right across from this like big, huge mansion. It's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Nassau Bay Hilton. Remember it becomes important later. Into it. Um, it's right by the Johnson Space Center, which is also right by where I grew up. Love it. Um, and it's where, it's right by where David eventually would open his own practice, Space Center Orthodontics, which I can also picture in my mind. Cheers! Um, my friend Meredith, here's the connection, my friend Meredith was one of his patients. <gasps> yeah, like she went to like get, like, he like put her braces on her. Meredith, I don't know if you listen to this, but back me up if I'm telling you the truth. Because I remember when we found out this story, I was like, wait... Space in her, like, that's, like, right there. She's like, yeah, I know. He was my dentist. <gasps> yeah. Okay. Abort. Okay. So Clara was, like, super in love with David. She was, like, obsessed. She was so happy with their lives. She told every single person that, like, talked to her about how wonderful he is. She would say things like, I found the best. I found the one God has, pre- like, prepared for God. me. Like, I found him. She was, you know, like, good Colombian, I'm assuming she was Catholic. Like, she was, like, settled down for life. Wow. 1998, she and David had their first um, children, twin sons. So it's, like, how perfect of a life is this? Like, they were living in this, like, really posh area of friends with, like, super nice. I actually, I think they lived in Bay Oaks, I think. 
I don't remember for sure, but like they lived in the night, which like when we had, you had friends that lived in Bay Oaks and like, that's whose houses you want to go to. Like those were the nice places. That's like, awesome. So they lived in a super nice house. She had, they had two beautiful sons. Um, you know, they were in love. They were both young. They were successful. They were both attractive. Like they had it all. They had everything. I'm very jealous of their lives up until this um, point. All And so David also had an older daughter. Um, I think she was like 16. No. Well, when the, when the murder happened, she was like 16. Hmm. Um, who lived with them only during the summer months because her mom lived in Ohio. Got it. So they like, she had like split custody. Um, and so she had, to, <laughs> I have written in my notes. So she spent the summers with them and I have written in my notes, poor girl, summer in Houston is not ideal. No. That is not when you want to be visiting Houston when it's like 100 degrees and sticky and humid. And where we lived... Um, the Clear Lake, um, Nassau Bay area is like on the water. It is, it is like, I mean, you open your mouth and you just breathe water and it's so humid. It just sounds okay. wet. So Clara and David's daughter, Lindsay, actually really got along super well. It was not a step monster scenario. Good. Like they like, Lindsay loved Clara. Clara loved Lindsay. Like doted on her like she was her own daughter. Like they were, that was not like an issue at all. So Clara actually had her own practice with her own patients and no matter how busy her day was, like, no matter how many patients she had to see, how much shit she had to do, she was always home by, like, 5 o'clock, like, pick up the kids, cook dinner. Like, she was perfect. Wow. She was, like, super mom. Super mom. Love that. Um, and it really, she took a lot of pride in, like, being, like, the perfect mom, the perfect family. Yeah. Um, so it totally, totally seemed like Clara and David had that most perfect life that, like, everyone would kill to have. Um, but just like in every single true crime story, this is when I go, things were not always as they seemed. Uh, bum, bum, bum. Cause David Another was- Another second lightning! Oh my god. Oh my god! That was so perfectly timed. Okay. So things were not always as they seemed because David was- on Clara. Of course he like was. Like a jerk. Of course he was, Of course though. he was. Because you have you the have perfect- You have a perfect wa- life? Cheat on your- with your receptionist. Bye. Bye. So in 2002, bless his heart, he made it 10 whole years. No. You can't tell I'm being like so sarcastic. No. In 2002, David started having an affair. Oh, all this information, by the way, is from an amazing Texas Monthly article, which if you read, if you listen to like last podcast on the left, or even Karen and Georgia use Texas Monthly sometimes, um, it's called like suburban murder or like suburban madness or something. I don't know. But it's amazing texas monthly love it go look it up and then texas monthly just released a new article about her release and like updating everyone so go read it if you want to learn more because i'm definitely condensing this and adding my own like personal knowledge of the story love it um so um in 2002 david started having an affair with a woman named gail bridges um who was a recently divorced mom who had started working at space and orthodontics um so she and David, like, it started, of course, with, like, you know, David invites her to lunch. And, like, she was pretty and, mm-hmm. and like, small and petite and skinny and blonde. And, like, she was she was pretty. And mm-hmm. um, so, like, they started, like, just going to lunch. And mm-hmm. then it became, like, dinner. And then it became a full-blown affair. Mm-hmm. So the two would meet and have their affair at the Nassau Bay Hilton. Bye. Where he had his wedding reception with his wife. I wrote in all caps where this his damn wedding reception was. Also, also, I know for a fact that there are plenty hotels in that area. Most of them much cheaper. So part of me thinks he did it like on purpose. 
Why would you do that? Right. There are so many hotels in that area. Like, and I know right. it's not like his dentistry thing was like right next door, like walking distance. My other question is, um, you guys work in the same office. Thank Why you. Why don't you just look you up there? No, I'm, I'm saying like he chose to do that. Yeah. Because he's a skis. What a loser. I mean, he's dead, so, like, that's sad. And, like, you, you know, just because he's a skis, he right, deserves right. to die. No. But, like, We're not come that. on. I don't feel... I don't like the it. The same hotel... That's... Ugh. I don't like it. I'm sorry. I can't. Okay. So, Clara caught David because, of course, she did. Because she's not an idiot. Because, like, after a certain amount of time, there's only so many business meetings you can have at 2 a.m. at the Hilton. Okay? And, and she hired a... Um, she hired a detective agency. Dude, I want to hire a private eye just yeah. for fun. She hired day. him because she was like, I know something's up. I want you to catch him. And um, I said, you will get caught. You're not that smart. No one's that smart. No one's that smart. Especially when you're like acting that impulsively. Yeah. You're just not. Yeah. Um, so Clara finds out about it. She makes him go down a list of every reason why he likes this woman more than her. <gasps> And oh, she tries to replicate God. it. She's like, she's blonde. She's thin. You know, like, oh, blah, 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 blah. So she demands to know every single thing that he likes about her. And because he's him, he tells her. You know. And oh, she's God. good to me, blah, blah, blah. So Clara, like, dyes her hair blonde. She, like, goes to the gym. She tries really hard, like... This I'm also getting is this in- breaking my heart. I'm also getting a lot of this information from me remembering a snapped episode. Cause like I think Clara Harris is the very first snapped episode. Correct me if I'm wrong. So some of this might not be a hundred percent right because like that information is from the snapped episode, not from the Texas Monthly article. So take it with a grain of salt. But she does dye her hair blonde. At one point, she dyes her hair blonde, and the girl he's cheating on her is blonde. And she like starts going to the gym. She starts dieting. She tries so hard to make David happy, and David promises her he won't do it again. That he loves her and he doesn't want to break up their family, and everything would be okay. Lies. But of course. David keeps seeing her. So, finally, Clara's suspicious again. Hires a private investigator investigator again. Finds out what's going on. So, on July 24th, Clara took David's 16-year-old daughter, Lindsay, to the Nassau Bay Hilton. Where... you got caught already going there. Go to the freaking... Right, right. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go like, to Marriott. Suites right down the stairs, literally. Jeez. There's like a suites right down the street. Like, go there. So, um, why would you still go there? So she drives to Nassau Bay Hilton to confront David. Um, so when uh, David and... So, get this. So David and Gail are upstairs hooking up. Clara's down in the lobby waiting for them. When they come down to leave, Clara and Lindsay both are like attacking him. Like, how dare you? And she's screaming like, David Harris is a cheater. And look at you. Your dentist is a cheater. Blah, blah, blah. And Lindsay, his daughter, is screaming like, I hate you. I hate you. There's a big confrontation. And there's tons of witnesses. So it's like really well documented because oh everyone God. was witnessing it. Um, and so both Clara and Lindsay were like super upset, understandably so. And there was an altercation and it sounds like Clara was getting a little physical with Gail and they were like kind of tugging back and forth. And so David basically took Clara's head and like pushed her down to get Gail out of there. And so some people, so when this broke, it really split people down the middle of like, who's the victim here? Because people were like, if David had just gone with Clara 
and told Gail, like, listen, I need to go take care of my wife, you know, bye. And he'd just gone with Clara. This you might have been a totally different. This might have been a totally different. But at the same time, Clara's a murderer. It might not have. You know, you don't, like, mm. it's never okay to, just because you're upset, it's never okay to be violent, right. obviously. Right, I agree. But right. it's like, so many times in this story, like, could something have gone differently? You know what I mean? So, David pushed Clara down and quickly got Gail the fuck out of there. Um, but Clara was not done. Clara was done playing these games. She was like, no, 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 this ends here tonight. So, Clara hops in her Mercedes. They make it a point to tell you it's a Mercedes. Of it's course. Like, like right, for right, you. right. Um, hops in the Mercedes with his 16-year-old daughter and guns the car for David. Because um, David and... Um, Gail were like standing in the parking lot, probably like shaken, like by Gail's car. Um, so Clara guns it to him and she hits him with the car and he flies 25 feet across the parking lot. Now the crazy part about all this is oh it's on video. What? Because it's a parking lot. They right. monitor it. This is right, 2002. Right. Oh my God. This is all on video. You can watch this entire thing. Oh my gosh. Um, so Clara, and there's like, Witnesses saw, like, Lindsay, like, his daughter, who is in the car still, remember. Witnesses saw Lindsay, like, trying to, like, put her foot down and, like, stop the car, like, get out of the car. But, like, Claire, like, wouldn't let her get out. Because, like, Lindsay didn't want to be in the car when she hit her. Okay, so oh then. So then, Clara, which is, this is how you can tell, like, this was murder. So Clara straightens the car up, aims it towards where David is laying, like, incapacitated on the ground. Because he's been hit by a car. And she drove her car straight over him. Oh my gosh. And with his daughter in the car the entire time. And Lindsay was telling the story like you could feel the bump. Oh my like, god. As it went over him. She then whips around. And then just to be safe. She reversed it right back over him a third time. She ran over this man three times. After hitting him and shooting him into the air. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Lindsay then got out of the car because, duh. Yeah. And she was, she got out of the car, she punched Clara in the face, (laughs) and fell to the ground sobbing over her dead father. Oh, poor baby. Clara then got out of the car freaked out because she probably I mean she's probably in a blind rage like wasn't really fully understanding what she was doing and then when she saw what she had done the witnesses say that she like fell to the ground sobbing over him like saying she was so sorry she was so sorry freaking out so obviously this was a super big deal in my community and it even made it did make national headlines like most people know the story of the woman that ran over the guy in the Hilton Mm -hmm. but not everyone knows that it was like my Hilton, like that right, is like right. our dentist, oh like yeah. So, um, and people were like honestly, genuinely, like I said, or confused about where to place blame. Right. Like, who's the victim here? Obviously, the guy who got killed. Right. But was she driven to it? Like, where you know, like I, I don't know. I it's, do see that to an extent. Like, obviously, yes, he was the victim. But at the same time, the expectations sometimes that are put on wives are unreal. Really hard. Yeah. And unrealistic. And, I mean, it's never okay to... It's never okay to hurt someone. Right, or to be it's violent. It's super never okay to kill someone. Obviously. It's double okay not to run over your husband three times with his 16-year-old daughter in the car. Right. Like, she could have handled that so differently. But people genuinely in the area were torn as, like, what whose side were you on? Right. Really. 
Um, Clara was clearly upset and distraught and she was never not seen sobbing. Like every court document, like every picture she's sobbing because she probably came to the clarity and realized that she took a life and ruined her life and ruined her family's life. Right. Um, her trial was held in February 2003 and she testified that she had not meant to kill David just to wreck his car. And there's a little evidence of that at the very beginning because... Like, David and Gail are standing, like, next to Gail's navigator. Mm -hmm. And so she was claiming that she just meant to hit Gail's navigator, which is feasible if she hadn't run over him three times. Right. And not only that, you can see it in the security video. She, I mean, she circles the block and lines up and gets it. Like, it was not... Yeah. It wasn't like a, oh, my God, I can't believe that. We're back up. Oh, my God, oops. I, oh, my God, go for it. Like, it was... Yeah. And Gail's lucky she didn't get hit, too, because, I mean, it... I'm surprised she didn't. She probably... Ju- I would, If I were her... Honestly, it's surprising to me that she didn't go after her. I think that... I think that there's something to be said for her defense if she just wanted to hit her car. Yeah. And then I think when she hit David, she just was so mad that she just kept going for him. I think you're right. You know, like... Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So then... Uh, so Lindsay, uh, she testified that Clara did go in with the intention to kill her father because Claire, Lindsay's statement, which I'm inclined to believe because she's like lost her father. Like, why would she lie? Right. Lindsay's statement was that Clara was saying like stuff on the way there. Like, I'm going to kill him this time. This time I swear to God, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. And I, I hear both sides of that. Like, it, it would be one thing if you didn't actually kill him and you said stuff right. like that, but like, like when you're exaggerating because you're right, mad. you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna kill him, I'm gonna kill right. him, but like, but you actually did, so that leads me to believe that like you no, were, like you were, yeah, like you going were going to, to, right? It's not like it's not like it was premeditated, where like she brought a gun with her, right? But like you didn't have to run over him three times, right? So, so Clara. But Clara convinced the jury that she did not mean to kill him, and it was a crime of passion. And so she was sentenced to only 20 years in prison for running a man down in cold blood. And she was released on Friday, May 11th of 2018, after serving 15 of her 20 years. Oh, my God. And it was nonstop. Chelsea was home uh, for Mother's Day. Yeah. And she said that, like, that Friday... All they were showing was clips of her, like, leaving the prison. Like, that was all that was on the news cycle. Oh, my gosh. What does Lindsay feel about that? How is Dude, she... Dude, I don't... They don't... I don't know anything about Lindsay. The children were going to give with, like, live with a family friend. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, like... Poor Lindsay. That... I can't imagine God, growing imagine? up after that. No, I really can't. I mean, the thing is, like, she was 16, so... She probably gets she it probably, to an extent. Well, she probably could, like, maybe... I, honestly, I have no idea. That's... God. That's insane. Horrible. That's insane. Wow. Especially your stepmom that you liked. I mean, you yeah. liked this woman. And also, heartbreaking, like, the last thing you say to your parents is, like, I hate you catch them cheating on your mom, you right. know, your stepmom, and it's, like... Well, that's, I think, part of it is just, like, that's horrible that that's how her father went out. That's her last memory of him, was, like, catching him red-handed cheating on his mom, or on her mom. Like, yeah. that's... That's terrible. Yeah. So, that's my hometown murder. Whoa! That is crazy because it's updated, and do you think she was so mad because she dyed her hair blonde, and that's not easy to do? I mean, also, I imagine she had dark she hair. She had thick dark hair. Yeah, but she looked good. I mean, she looked good, and you know, 
she looks good now. Like, she doesn't look like a haggard old woman. Like, she looks like... I'm interested to see what her perspective is on it now. Yeah. Um, because she's had 15 years to, like, come to terms with what she's done. yeah. Yeah. And, um... Gosh. It's just, it's a good lesson to remember that no matter how angry you are, you cannot bring someone back from the dead. No, but what's also the expression? Hell hath no fury like, like a, a woman, woman scorned. scorned? I mean. I mean. I mean. I, listen. That's heartbreaking. It's not okay. We don't actually know if she was a perfect wife. That's, That's true. what everyone, the only way we knew that David wasn't the perfect husband was because he got caught cheating. Right. For all we know, she could have been, I don't know, she could have been hard. Maybe she it's really, really liked bad music. Maybe she cleaned. Oh, Maybe she just made she him watch really Jersey terrible. Shore twenty four yeah. seven. No, but I mean, it's like you really She's truly a huge Green Day fan. you can't you just. Sorry, I'm sorry. They've just seen American Idiot over and over, <laughs> and she made him fly her to New York to see it on Broadway. Right, right. No, but it's like you you really you can't judge you can't judge a marriage by it's by what you what's presented to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't kill people. Don't no. run people over. No. But don't cheat on your wife or your do you husband. Do you know you do that? Like, or your girlfriend. Or that angry, your boyfriend. Like, take a boxing class. Actually, I will say, um, I got cheated on once, and that's what I did after, and it was the best. No, listen. You get cheated on. You take him for everything he's worth. Yeah. You do everything in your power to look, feel, be amazing. Yep. And you make him eat his or her. You make him or her eat their decision to cheat on you. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You'll totally, you'll find someone who's worth of your time. A thousand percent. But you, it's really hard to do that in prison. So don't, don't oh, kill them. Oh gosh. Gosh. Let's never end up in prison, please. I mean, listen, from your mouth to Gwad's ears. Please. Please. And you know what? Be nice. Yeah. Be nice to people. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like people run people over with cars three That's times. Crazy. So Is be nice that- to people. So that would happen to, I think it was Georgia or Karen did one. And it was another woman that caught her husband cheating. Was he, or no, maybe he wasn't cheating, but he, no, I think he had been cheating. But he didn't admit it until they got divorced. And then he ended up marrying the woman that he, she always suspected him cheating on her with. Did she hit him with her, her car? I can't remember. She I killed him know. somehow. I don't know if, because she, she was another one that just like snapped. Yeah. I can't remember if she shot him or if she hit him with her car. I mean, I don't know of any other, like, famous car runovers. Yeah, maybe she shot him. Oh, I, it was, that, was that the one with, where she, like, put him through law school? Yeah. She shot him. Okay, yeah. She went in the middle of the night, she shot him and his wife. Yeah, and, yeah. like, her I've shot seen, is crazy. Yeah. It's just, like. I, in that yeah, scenario, you, she worked her ass off to, oh, like, put yeah. him through law school. And then he cast her aside. Yeah. For yeah. a newer, better model. God. Oh, God. oh, it's rough. God, so yeah, terrible. that's my super fun hometown. <laughs> <laughs> we don't hate men. I feel like we have to point that out. No, like, we and we realize don't. that not all men are cheaters. Right. But this one was just the majority of you. No, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just the one. You know who you are. Yeah. The ones that screwed us over. You know who you are. Look what you made us do. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Don't see what Taylor said. <laughs> Um, wow, that was insane. I know. That was a twist and turn, right? Wow. I liked it. Did I mention that he, she ran him over at the Nassau Bay Hilton? Yes. Okay, good. That's important. That's the theme. If I was writing a research paper about this, that would be my theme. 
That's what you should so. call it. <laughs> the Nassau Bay. Scandals at the Nassau Bay. Scandal Bay at the Nassau Bay Hilton. Like, honestly, if you drove by it, it's like the lamest, most unsuspecting Hilton. Like, oh my God. You would not imagine that some dude got run over there. I can't. I just can't even imagine. People are insane. Yeah. People for are sure. insane. Okay, so what are you obsessed with this week? Oh, gosh. I knew you were going to ask me this. I wasn't ready. Um... Like literally, you have one. You have two jobs. Literally two jobs. No, I um, I'm obsessed. I don't know if I'm saying it right. I think it's Gaia. So okay, so I canceled my gym membership a while ago, and I was looking for. I really like at home workouts because oh. I'm lame and maybe an '80s housewife. I don't know. No, I like it. I love it though because I don't have to leave my home and I can do them on my own time because fitting in a schedule is hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so via Amazon Prime, you get a like 10-day subscription for free, I think. Oh, seriously? And then the rest of it's like $9.95 a month, and it has like an unlimited amount of workout videos and all sorts of stuff. Um, nice. I did The Firm when I was in college. It was like a three-DVD workout set, mm-hmm. and it like honestly whipped me in shape so quickly, and I loved it, and I feel a little bit lame doing it. No offense to The Firm, but I mean it is like straight up like aerobics in some places yeah. and like very like women power oh my god we're squatting together and it's it's great and I love it but it's it's definitely cheesy anyways so they have a really amazing yoga workout that I do too but so I guess long story short I'm obsessed with the Gaia <laughs> function via Amazon Prime because hey man literally, Amazon Prime is like the best decision I ever made honestly, they don't sponsor us but Gosh. It's really, really, really helped my workout regime, and I appreciate it. Every penny. Yeah, so I'm trying to tone up my arms real quick, and that's probably what I'm going to do when Kristen leaves. Oh my gosh, how crazy is it that we're both on the weight loss thing? Because my thing I'm obsessed with this week is an app, and it's free unless you want to buy the subscription for, like, the premium. I don't. But what is it? It's called Lose It, and it's like a weight loss. Like, they have a, um, like a... Uh, nutrition tracker and like goal setting functions like you can like keep track of your weight and it's just like really easy to use and it like really breaks down like your goal and it says like okay you want to weigh this much by when like this is how much you need to lose a week and this is what you need to do and it it really is motivating me to like I like I actually entered in all my calories and I'm one of those people that like I lie, like yeah. I cheat, like, right. oh, well, you know, I only had a little bit of that. So like, oh, I won't count the whole thing. And then it's like, okay, totally. that's why you're not losing any weight because you're right. straight up lying. It's like, how much of that mac and cheese did you have? One yeah, serving like, oh and you God, ate like, the whole box? Yeah, yeah, totally. And I'm like, I don't need to measure this out. I think this looks like half a cup. And it's right. like, no, you actually need to measure it out. So um, it's called Lose It and it's free um, unless you want the premium. And I recommend the, I like, I have the premium. It's like $2 a month. Nice. Um, so it's not like horrible, but it's kind of, it's kind of seems, it's like the Weight Watchers app. Cool. I just like it because it's, it just kind of like incentivizes me mm-hmm. to, um, to really like be good about entering it. And they have a function where you can like take pictures of your meal and you can take pictures of like your progression and like your weight loss and you can like keep track of measurements. Cause some people only keep track of their weight when really you should be keeping track of measurements. Because if you put on like muscle tone, um, you can lose inches, but not necessarily pounds. And then you're Mm. focusing on the wrong thing. And so I was, I've been really my little weight loss journey. I've been really frustrated because I plateaued in my weight loss Mm. and 
Um, she doesn't look like it, by the way. Kristen came in today, and I was like, my gosh. That's very sweet. Skinny mini. I've been plateauing, um, and I'm really... But I'm plateauing in my weight, but not inches. So I've still lost, like, an inch on each of my measurements, which is good. But um, I'm just getting a little frustrated, and I (laughs) hate working out. I don't hate working out, but it's like, there are thousands of things I would rather be doing. You know what I mean? It's like, I I... I don't hate it. And, like, once I'm there, I'm, like, in it. And then afterwards, I feel so good. And you just, like, it really, like, invigorates you. Yeah. But it just, like, getting myself to the gym is, like, such a struggle. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, I have to change into my gym clothes at work to guilt myself into going to the gym. I get it. Because otherwise, I go home in my gym clothes and Dia's like, oh, did you go to the gym today? And I have to be like, no, I'm lazy, fat slob. So... Any excuse to not work out is my I'm, excuse. Oh, my... One time, I, I like to be like 10 minutes early to spin class because I like to set up my bike. Yeah. One time, I was only going to be nine minutes early and I was like, you know what? It's, it's kind of too close. I really... I shouldn't go. I, I, I was Totally. Bad. And it's like, no, my lazy ass could have gone. I skipped yoga before you came here because I was like, you know, I only have an hour and a half to cook yeah. dinner. Am I <laughs> going to make really it? focus on that. Like, when in reality, you totally could have been still cooking when I got here. A like, you know, would have been a big deal. Right. No, I, I... I get it. So my big struggle is, like, making myself exercise. Because yeah. in my mind, exercising is like super you know like healthy and good for you and you should do it so um i i basically and then it's like i listened to the podcast that um karen recommended the Mm -hmm. um half size me yeah and she talks about a lot like not like beating yourself up so bad that like then you become like oh well i'm never gonna be skinny like why do i even try and then you like self you know right you like self-sabotage and it's bad anyway so, I don't remember how we got... Oh, so I texted my friend Olivia from this Okie Life podcast. And I she's lost, like, over 100 pounds. She looks amazing. She's worked Good so hard. She deserves every... Like, she's so... If you listen to our Wait For It episode, like, I think it's, like, episode two, mm-hmm. I talk about her journey a little bit. Um, but, so I texted her and I was like, Liv, how did you make yourself like working out? Like, I, like, I know she wasn't really a big workout person. Like, she did, like, yoga and stuff, but she wasn't a really big, like workout person and now she goes to spin like five six times a week and two times a day sometimes and I'm like how did you do that and she was like well my trick was I didn't let myself go home until I worked out and she was like and honestly it's not really you need to stop focusing on working out you really need to focus on your diet Mm -hmm. she's like diet's where it's at I was you know I was crazy I was like eating you know you know I was I was really focused on my diet and that's Mm -hmm. where and the weight and when I did that the weight just started falling off you know, okay. what I was really focusing on. And she was like, and don't even like, it's like your calorie counts what matters. Like keeping your calorie intake under, you know, a certain thing. That makes sense. A certain percentage. Because, um, you know, you have all these diets like low carb or, you know, low fat or whatever. It's like if you just focus on like keeping your calorie intake really low, um, apparently, I don't know, that's what worked for her. So I was like, okay, I want to try focusing more on my diet and being less upset because there's two different types of weight loss. There's like what Alex wants to do, which is like tone up her arms because she's already thin. Like you're a small girl. Um, I'm like, oh, I need to shed like, I need like 60 pounds gone. You know what I mean? Like I've got like weight to lose. So I need to focus. You wouldn't see her. I, honestly, in order to be healthy, that's how many pounds I need to lose. So it's like, don't believe it. So it's like my weight loss. I feel like I really need to focus on like shedding pounds. And if you have opinions or advice 
for me or Alex, please let us know because we are so open. Like I'm totally down. But so I, I was like, okay, I'm going to focus on my diet. Like that's going to be the thing. So that's why I got the weight loss tracker because I want to focus on like counting every calories and entering and everything I'm eating and being really aware of what I'm eating so that I don't have to be so obsessive about working out because I hate it. I like it. That was a really long explanation to That's explain okay. why. I'm, but I, so it's called Lose It and Lose I'm obsessed it. and I really like it. Okay, good. Maybe I'll try it. It's okay. If you just want a calorie counter and like a weight tracker and stuff, like the free version is totally good. I feel like when I track my calories, I get way too obsessive about it. Like, and then I like, I don't know. It becomes unhealthy. Yeah. Until it doesn't. I don't know. I get weird when I count my calories. So for me, I don't know. I have to ease into it. For me, I lie to myself about what I'm eating. So it's really good. It's like, it's important that I like, I'm looking at like, oh my God, I... I snacked so much today. Like, I I had way too many pretzels today. You know, like, whatever it is. Like, it's good for me to actually look at it and see, like, how much food I'm putting in my body. Because I'm like, right. really? Your body only needs to live off of how many calories, you know? Unless you're doing, like, weight training, like, DA. Um, I still love that he measures and weighs his blueberries. I think that's so He's, great. Listen, he is a perfectionist, type A, fanatic freak. Um, That's, I think, really sweet. Yeah. So that's our obsessive obsession corner. Yeah. So weight loss. Woo woo. So hey, man. Trying to get those summer bods. Listen, send us your weight loss stories. Send us yeah. your weight loss advice. Tell send us what us works for you. Your, send us your ghost stories about Colonial Williamsburg or send us your, if you knew Clara Harris or like you have a connection to that like story, like send that in. I'm totally down. Like I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, send us anything. Just talk, talk to us. We're cool. We're nice. We'll talk back. We're super chill. Soup's chill. Toad's cool. Magoats. Yeah. I hate us. I hate us so <laughs> much. So wait, are we are we trending yet? Are we still doing that? <gasps> We're not. Shocking. <laughs> Soup surprised. Bye. Bye.